Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, good week this far. Um, the guys enjoy, you know, Sunday, uh, the only thing we had was a lift. Uh, they had Monday off like we normally do. Uh, practice yesterday, uh, held a, a bunch of guys out uh, of practice, uh, just dinged up, nicks and bumps here. A lot of guys that are, you know, um, we've got a lot of guys play a lot of snaps, so guys that we felt like um, are on pace for, for close to a 1,000 snaps. Uh, didn't practice yesterday, scrimmaged a lot of the young guys at the end of practice. Uh, a lot of those guys came – the the guys I was referring to came back today, worked. Uh, that's uh, had about a 12-period practice, and we scrimmaged the uh, young guys again. Uh, we will, uh, they'll have tomorrow off, and then uh, a lift Friday, and then a uh, about a 45-minute uh, heavy special teams emphasis practice on Friday with uh, Coach Wareheim. Uh, on offense and special teams, and, and Coach Niver will, will be here. The rest of the crew uh, will, of, of coaches will either be uh, leaving tonight or tomorrow morning to be on the road Thursday and Friday. Questions? Uh, one guy you hadn't talked about in a while is Jordan Whittington. How's mm-hmm. he coming along? Uh, on pace right now. Um, I, I think we're, we're targeting, you know, best case scenario would probably be the the week after West Virginia, okay. um, you know, worst case, yeah, worst case scenario would be be you know a week or two after that. But okay. he um, he has not had any setbacks. Everything has has been going pretty good. Iowa football notepad, huh? It was free. <laughs> That's your guys' favorite word, isn't it? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever it was for didn't win the award either. <laughs> <laughs> Which, uh, when it comes to your receivers, you've played without Colin Johnson, you've had to pad Alvante, you've had Brennan, had the scope, and of course, no Joshua Moore, but you guys haven't seemingly missed a beat. What can you just say about what that room has been able to do and accomplish? Well, I, I felt like we were, that was a, a deep room, that and the safety is probably the deepest, you know, from top to bottom in terms of, of game ready uh, individuals, and, and so, you know, you, you never want to be without Colin Johnson, you know, a potential first or second round pick. But um, I, I think that, you know, and a team captain, you know, we, we, we miss his leadership as much as we do his play. But, um, you know, the guys have stepped in nicely. I've, I've been uh, proud of Malcolm Epps. You know, Marcus Washington has gotten uh, some meaningful reps. John Burt has stepped up nicely. And so, and then obviously Devin and, and Jake continue to do what they do. And so, um, we're better when Colin plays, certainly, but um, proud of the guys for, like you said, you know, uh, not missing that much of a beat. How's he trending as far as his injury is concerned? Good, Colin. good, yeah. You know, had uh, the minute we, we got the MRI and it showed, a, a, I think it was grade one, grade two, uh, strain to the hamstring, he had a PRP injection. Uh, those take a little while, but from what I've been told, it's um, 
it helps for the long-term healing. You know, hopefully when he does come back, this won't be something he's dealing with uh, for the rest of the season. So, um, you know, again with him, I think you know, pie in the sky would be the West Virginia game, but um, we're not holding our breath, and that's okay. We, we want to make sure that when we put him out there that he's good to go for the rest of the season. Tom, De- Devin was talking after the game about on the bubble screen and the perimeter stuff. You guys telling him that's almost like a long handoff to think of it. And, uh, why is he so effective in that play? What is it that, that makes a good perimeter screen? Well, he's, um, he's really good at running through arm tackles. You know, those are really long blocks for the, those guys to hold out there. Um, so by the time he gets there, those those guys are, are usually kind of, um, I don't want to say losing their guy, but maybe on an edge on, on guys. And so uh, and he sets those blocks up really well. And um, he doesn't get impatient when it's four and five yards. You know, if we averaged five yards a run, we'd be ecstatic, you know, and so... Um, every now and again, he gets tackled for five and okay. And then the next one is nine. The next one is he breaks two tackles and it's 16, you know. And so um, he's really patient. He sets those blocks up well and just he's just so strong, you know. Is it his skill set or have you always viewed, I know Mike Lee just talked about the air rate, kind of the perimeter screens and there's some of run game. Have you always viewed it like Always, that? yeah. You know, and, and um, you know, again, it's just a... a credit to the offensive staff you know we, we've got a, a different type of skill set there at, at age than we've had in the last couple years and and so um we're going to play to his strengths and and that's certainly one of them Roshan's had an eventful last month or so, so <laughs> until running back uh, what have been the red shirt what shirt conversations been like over the last month or so with, with the injuries uh we hadn't had one um prior to the first game or since the first game uh, and then we had one yesterday, and I said, "Hey, hey, kid, this is this is your decision. This is your career, um, you know." But we're, we're at that point where um, you know we, we've got to make a decision. And, and he said, and, "Am I still going to be able to help the team?" I said, "Absolutely." And he said, "Then we'll worry about all that stuff after the season." So we're we're planning on on playing him for the rest of the season. That's our running back, right? Uh, correct. Yeah. How, how do those conversations go? Because I know a lot of guys across the country are entering the transfer portal with four games now done. How do the conversations, whether it's a freshman or a veteran guy, if they've still got the red shirt to use, if you have those types of conversations about? Say, I haven't had any, no. Um, you know, we've, we've had one guy put his name in the portal, and, and um, but other than that, um, you know, everybody that you see playing is going to play. You know, we played guys like Braden Lybrock and Kennedy Lewis in the Rice game um, just to get their feet wet, but those are guys that we anticipate um, redshirting. But if if they played, I'm, I'm, I don't want to stick my foot in my, in my mouth, but it, if I'm not mistaken, if, if they had played in, you know, three or four of, of these games, um, they're probably you're probably going to see them the rest of the year. Is it safe to say then that those decisions are decisions you guys make before the season, and barring like injuries or something like that, there really are no surprises when you get into? Well, uh, yeah, probably. I mean, train a couple weeks into training camp, I think you've got a pretty good idea um, of not just where your needs are from from some of those young guys, but also um, you know what what the personality. Uh, of, of the the young man, you know, some guys they, they just want to coach. I don't care if it's special teams, you know, ten plays a game. I, I want to play. Okay, 
great. We'll go and earn your spot on, on special teams. And some guys, you know, say, hey, you know, if it's just, you know, five or eight plays, you know, running down on kickoff, I'd rather save the year. Okay. And um, we usually try to be as accommodating as we can to their wishes. Um, but ultimately, you know, everybody's bought in, that, you know, just like Roshan. You know, I mean, the, the team comes first. And if the team needs you, uh, we're going to play you. Wanted to, to ask about Osai. Um, Plays really hard. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to ask about that. He, what, what would you first make of when you learned his story? And here's a guy who didn't even know what football was. <laughs> you know, when he came here, you know, to this country, right? And to grow into what he has. What do you, what do you, what do you think of that? Well, he's got great parents. He's got a great family. Um, you know, and they have instilled a, a work ethic in him that is. Um, is rare uh, and his competitiveness at times to his detriment you know he's his he's his big his own biggest critic um, and, and so we've really worked really hard coach Orlando has got a great relationship with him and has worked really hard of you know being able to learn from mistakes and, and move on and, and I've seen Joe mature uh, immensely in that area um, but yeah, it's 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 a great story. Um, you know, great high school program in, in Oak Ridge, and um, we had, when 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 we got to know him in high school, the way that he is now is not not a surprise. All right. Right? I mean, we kind of knew what we were getting um, when we recruited him. I mean, he he um, as I remember his recruiting process, right? I mean, people were pushing him to go to A and M because that's just kind of what you, in that area you do. Who were the people? Well, I just I just read recruiting stories, oh. so I understand. <laughs> I don't, I don't. No, I know, but just just the fact that he he always told the recruiting st- story folks that you know I've got an open mind and keeping everything on the table and just he wasn't. Yeah, he didn't grow up any, wearing Longhorn pajamas. If yeah, that, yeah, or or yeah. any 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 pajamas. Any well, I hope he wore some pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but uh, no, he he uh, that that one was was truly. Um, you know our staff and, and coach Orlando and our recruiting staff you know having to um, you know really show Joe you know how this this not only program and, and fit defensively uh, but this university and, and our family uh, was the right fit for him and um, you know I, I think he'd be the first to tell you that he's yeah. ecstatic that, that he made the decision that he made how much West Virginia prep will you guys do during the bye week? Uh, just today we had 20 minutes. Uh, we won't do anything Friday. And then Sunday, Sunday will be unique because we don't normally, um, our Sunday practices, you know, it's it's corrections from the game and it's kind of your, you know, I know the defense goes over their field goal blocks and their punt safe and it's just stuff that you review uh, every week uh, because you just haven't had time to watch the opponent. But uh, we've got a, a semblance of a, a first down game plan right now. So Sunday we'll get a lot more. We'll probably get about 30 to, to, to 40 minutes. So we'll, we'll try to stay ahead. And that way we can cut back on practice a little bit uh, throughout the week so that we can make sure we're at our freshest on Saturday. Um, how is Time the, for two last ones. How is the Gabriel Floyd doing? And kind of what is your plan for him as he goes through the season? He's doing great. He's... Um, He's at practice every day. You know, he's uh, a full participant with our team. He's a great 
coach on the field, you know, for, for the guys. He's very intense. He loves football. Um, but the, the medical plan hasn't changed. I mean, we'll, we'll evaluate him in, in January uh, when he comes back for the uh, spring semester and, and see if anything has changed. How, how unique is it, though, with a guy that suddenly has football taken away from him? I don't know if you, if you worry about how he reacted because it seems like he's engaged. I don't know. He's very engaged, yeah. I, we did worry. And, 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 I mean, that's... Those are those are some difficult conversations, but you know it's why you you get into this business is to help um, young men through times like this. And um, you know he's he's got a great support system uh, here in Austin with Tony and Gene, and um, you know obviously he's got a great relationship with Coach Orlando and, and Coach McKnight, myself, and um, so it's just. Constant, you know, counsel. I guess is is probably the best word. Real, real quick, go back to Joe. Real quick, you know, when I think of Joe, Keandre, uh, Jake Smith, these guys are like next level thinkers. And I wondered, are y'all looking for that in the recruiting process? Guys that show you that they're really bright. Yes. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Um, it, it's again. I I feel bad because I feel. Uh, like I stole the phrase, but it's so apropos for the way that we handle recruiting. They've got to be our kind of guy, and that you know, and I learned that from studying the way Chris Peterson goes about his business at Washington. Um, because this this program's not for everybody, and that's okay. Um, but if we're diligent enough in recruiting, um, there there should be you know, twenty to twenty five guys that you feel like you can win championships with every year that are. Um, that kind of um, our kind of guy uh, when it comes to um, you know not, and not just intelligent but but work ethic and character yeah. and all of those things.